season sports media. This is the Good NBA Podcast. Good afternoon, good evening, good night, whatever time of day it is. Uh, hello to you. This is the Good NBA Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Wade. Joining me today, as always, is the guy that you're really here for, my co-host, Brendan Swam. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, Drew. Uh, it's a good day to talk about some basketball, right? I think that's pretty much what I say every time we start the show. Uh, hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's what they tell me. Fix it. You know, use the go-to moves. I have my signature moves too. I like all the greats. So this is my, you know, my step back. On and off the court, you always have that. You always do the up and under. I feel like whenever uh, we are, we're actually playing some pickup or whatever. I used to be so amazed by like, wow, this guy knows how to play basketball. I can usually <laughs> get you off your feet, yeah, and that's kind of because I'm not going to go over anybody, um, but I've got a pretty good jumper. Uh, indoors and there we go that's my pickup game i mean that's all the pickup talk i guess people need let's talk about some basketball <laughs> absolutely absolutely um so today's show we're gonna look at half of the league we're gonna look at the east uh, lots of interesting things to talk about in the east we're gonna run down the standings a little bit uh talk about some of the teams uh, what's been going on uh, a lot to talk about since just a week ago uh, life moves fast in the nba so uh better Better not to look away too quick or you're going to have some catching up to do. So with that, let's get right into it. Uh, first place in the East right now, as everybody expected, of course, of course, New York Knicks at 5-1. and one, uh, Nice. Currently on a three-game winning streak. Um, Knicks have been tearing it up. And uh, what, have you, what have you liked from the Knicks so far? Well, it seems to have helped them a lot uh, to add... Fournier and Kimball Walker. That's just a lot of scoring uh, to add. Yeah, and so I absolutely. think it's not as much Randall as last year. That was kind of their thing. Just give the ball to Randall. If he's great, we're going to be good. Um, mm-hmm. Now I feel like they can beat you in a ton of different ways. Yeah. they uh, uh, Notably, since we last talked, they beat the Sixers. A horrible game to watch for Sixers fans. Uh, Sixers could not make a shot. And the Knicks were making everything, so that one's rough. Needed Ben Simmons for that one. He's never lost to the Knicks. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's, the streak stands. Yep, he still has never lost to the Knicks, but our first game without him against the Knicks is a loss. So it tells you all you need to know about the Sixers this season. Uh, interestingly, the one loss for the Knicks so far has come at the hands of the Orlando Magic uh, at home, nonetheless. Yeah. And not only that, that's the Magic's only win so far this season. Yeah, so, you know, makes sense, of course. Why not? Am I right? Right. And they also had that uh, Bulls game where Randall had a chance to ice it with some free throws, and he just missed both of them. Oh, wow. uh, I'd say this is kind of a little smoke and mirrors, this record, right now. Yeah, yeah. That 76ers win is pretty good. But you'd expect them to steal a game off the Sixers every once in a while. Right. I wouldn't. I didn't expect the Sixers to sweep them this year. So we went ahead and got that loss out of the way, I think, was the uh, mindset there. And Smart. Yeah. So no worries there. 
Um, but yeah, I agree. It's still too early, really, to know if that's if this starts for real. Um, a lot of a lot of basketball left. They still got seventy six more games to play. So uh, we'll see how things are standing at the end of the season. But I'll be very very shocked if they end up as the number one overall seed when the season's over. Yeah, me too. Me too, Drew. Um, all right, uh, jump to the next one. Yes, yes. Our next five and one team, number two, a team that uh, you were higher on coming into the year than I was. The Miami Heat also sitting at five and one. Nice, um, and I feel uh, pretty vindicated here because this is my one seed in the East. Oh um, yeah, I forgot that you had them up that high. Yeah, and they have beat both the Nets and the Bucks, uh, which would I I'd say they, those are the two best teams, other than them. So. Loving the Heat right now. I mean, they just put out good lineups the entire game. It's you just can't catch a break. Yeah, and I feel like people just talk about the Heat defense, the Heat defense. Like, and sometimes whenever people talk about stuff like that, it's overplayed. But it's for real with this team. Like, it is yeah. really hard to score on them. Um, they've held teams to less than a hundred points in three out of their last six games. Um, they've been really stout on defense. Yeah, that, I mean, just all those big bodies, man. It's it's just going to be hard to get into the lane and score on this team. With and everybody's reaching and everybody's helping. Kyle Lowry's always flopping. So right. <laughs> this team's going to be really fun. I wonder uh, what the scoring numbers are going to be like for them at the end of the year. But right now. Tyler Hero has just been pretty dominant. Oh, my goodness. I was watching their game against the Hornets the other night, and Hero just came in. He couldn't miss, man. He just kept making everything. Yeah, I'm such a smooth jumper. Right. So things looking good for the Heat so far. Um, like I said, also sitting at 5-1. and one, Who do they got up next? Tomorrow night they're playing the Mavericks, a team that has heated up a little bit since last we talked. So. Uh, but we're not talking about the West today. We're going to stay in the East, move on to the three seed. Uh, the Washington Wizards, also five and one. Um, of course. I like, right? Like, right. Why not? This is finally a chalk answer. Oh, we get the Wizards. Finally, yeah. Just like the first two are a little surprising. And then, of course, the Wizards. All right. Can I list off these wins to you? Let me hear you. You tell me if this is a, this is a legit team or not. Okay. Okay, they beat the Raptors. They beat the Pacers in overtime. Yeah. They beat the Nets. No, they lose to the Nets. They beat the Wizards. Oh my gosh, the Celtics. <laughs> the Wizards uh, beat the Wizards um, on October 27th. Yeah. They beat the Hawks. Doing that. <laughs> That's true. That's true, but without Russell Westbrook, maybe it'll be a little harder. Right. Uh, and the Celtics. Uh, I know that took me about five years to get through. But these are pretty good wins. Yeah, two Celtics wins in there. Uh, Hawks win. Maybe we'll, we'll get to the Hawks, but maybe that's not looking as good so far. But uh, definitely those two wins against the uh, the Celtics stand out because the Celtics aren't really a pushover. So, Right, right. I agree. Um, and they're just winning their games in conference. And, you know, you love to see that. I, that's, I had them in nine, uh, and I think that's looking pretty good right now. Yeah, for sure. I don't think I even had them in the play-in, so uh, I'm looking a little silly, but Spencer Dinwiddie proves that he was a good addition for them this offseason. He's been a good source of scoring for them. Um, 
you know, obviously Bradley Beal is going to do his thing. Scored 36 in over or in that overtime win against the Celtics in their last game. Yeah. So. He's just so smooth, man. I'm watching him play basketball again has just been great. Uh, I hope this team is really good. I hope they're legit. Harold's been awesome for them. Have have you seen uh, some of the moments where he's just like bullying uh, the entire team? He'll go on these four minute stretches off the bench where he's literally getting every offensive rebound that comes near him or every loose ball. He's always diving on the ground. That's one honest. of the players I would not want to play against. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that just from what I've seen from him in the past. But I got to be honest, have not watched any Wizards games this year uh, so far. Um, but maybe I need to start, you know, they're five and one. Uh, OK, uh, a player on the Wizards in that overtime win against the Celtics had 17 points and 17 rebounds. Do you know who that is? Uh, Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma, 17 rebounds. That's, That's insane. Be- yeah, I mean, I told you last week he was top 10 in the league in rebounds. He's just, you know, uh, keeping it up. Yeah, yeah. Kind of the good offensive rebounds, too. Uh, this team does rebound well. They're. They did little things. Um, did you see the moment where Daryl was talking to Dennis Schroeder and he was calling him trash? I thought that was pretty interesting. From that team in the morning. No, I have not seen that. Wow. Yeah, because they were just teammates last year. Yeah, just a few months ago. <laughs> yeah, so. It's crazy. But I think Harold kind of hates anybody he's playing against. So. Yeah, I mean, there's guys that just, once you get on the floor... Yeah, any sport really. Once you get out there, they're just like they flip yeah. switch. All bets are off. All right, uh, enough Wizards. On to uh, the number four seed currently, also five and one. Lots of five and one teams. Uh, the Chicago Bulls are are still doing well. Um, you sent me that picture of their upcoming schedule and said over under. What was it? Four and a half, three and a half wins. Yeah, three, it was four and a half in the next 12 games. 12, yeah. And I definitely took the under. I was like, they'll take one off the Sixers maybe and then a couple others. But uh, they're already 1-0 in that stretch. Uh, right. Uh, beating, beating the Jazz. Jazz on Saturday night. Yep, 107-99. So, I mean, they we kind of weren't sure about this team after their first you know, four games. Starting out 4-0, but they played the Pistons twice and they played the Pelicans and they played the Raptors. Then they played the Knicks, lost by one. So we we're like, okay, maybe, maybe we're still not super sure. But then coming out and beating the Jazz, um, one of seven ninety nine. It's just a nice win. Um, this team is good. This team is good. What I mean, DeRozan works. Uh, yeah. It's it's nice to see them flowing. They lost Patrick Williams uh, for the year. Uh, I think that's going to be really rough for them. Definitely. But uh, I can see them still finishing top four in the East. Yeah, maybe not an overreaction like you thought it might be. Didn't you have them at four coming into the season? I, I did. and yeah, did. But, but at the end of the episode, we had pretty much like talked ourselves off the ledge of having them at four. Yeah, yeah. Uh, looks like we need to get back on the ledge. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah. So, Bulls looking good. Like you said, DeMar... DeRozan is just a guy that you know they can turn to when they need scoring, and he's been that. I mean, in that game against the Jazz, he had 32 points. Um, he's just yeah. he's been real solid. So fun team so far. Had a chance against the Jazz too, uh, and just airballed the game winner. But against yeah. the Knicks, that is. All right, that's the Knicks. Yep. Yep. Jeez. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Uh, moving on to the fifth seed currently in the East is the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, another another team that uh, has been a, somewhat of a bottom dweller the past few years, but uh, starting out five and two there so far this year. Um, two losses coming against you know they're not they're they're winning against good teams, and their two losses came against the Heat and Celtics. Celtics coming in overtime, so um, can't really fault them too much for those. But what have you uh, liked out of the Hornets so far? Oh, I think this is going to be the darling team of the league. Uh, Dude, everyone... they're, already, they're already my darling team. Like I was talking about last week, these the, the fun that these players look like they're having their their uniform colors. I'm just you know, dude, a- absolutely. And I think it all kind of starts with Bridges. Uh, the leap he's made this year has just been great. I mean, oh, he yeah. uh, declined a sixty million dollar deal last year. I think it was fifty four million, and to bet on himself. And here he is right now, just balling, like scoring yeah. thirty a game, pretty much. He did just sign a big extension, I believe. Oh, did he? I believe I saw that. Did but, I miss uh, that one? I'm sure Dennis Schroeder is uh, uh, really kicking himself for, or not kicking himself, but like looking at this guy like, man, that could have been me. Okay, actually, I think yeah. what I the, the report that I saw was the same that you just brought up, that he had turned down a $60 million offer. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's just all as he should, because he's playing great right now uh, and looking like a, a dominant three, four big guy that you can kind of run even at the five and guard some bigs. So he's been nice. Uh, and I like PJ Washington. They can bring off the bench. And so they kind of have two of the same bruiser type guys to play with LaMelo and Rozier and Hayward. This is a really great team. It's so fun to watch. Ish Smith's been awesome too. Yeah. We keep talking about Ish Smith. Got that TikTok uh, featuring Ish Smith. So uh, by the way, Good time to plug it. Go check out uh, NS Sports Media on TikTok. Brendan has been balling out over there, making some good content. So go give those a look. And a yeah, share. if you're a TikTok person, I've been trying to figure it out. Um, so hopefully the content will get a little bit more specialized in the future. But we're just kind of testing some stuff right now. Uh, and some of them are doing pretty decent. So Yeah, watch out. The old guys are getting into TikTok. So, so yeah, if you're on TikTok, make sure you give those a look. Um, anyway, moving on. Number six team, the moment we've all been waiting for. How perfect. Six team, 76ers, uh, just as it should be. Sitting at four and two with with uh, six games in. So not perfect. Not exactly where I want to be, obviously, as a Sixers fan. Losses coming to both the teams out of New York, the Knicks and the Nets. Um, uh, I mean, whatever, man. That's just, it's been... We've won games that we should win. Uh, should have won against the Nets. I believe that was... Um, we talked about that in the last episode. That was before our last recording. So got into that depression a little bit on the last one. Don't have to go back there. Um, <laughs> let's really focus on this last game against the Hawks because that was a good one. 122-94 uh, to 94 over the Hawks. Good, good revenge game after that series last season. Right. Um, I was going to say... Where where yeah. is this? Lots I, of. Uh, I figured you'd have been very happy to beat this Hawks team. Oh yeah, I, absolutely very happy. I'm just I don't know. I just feel like something has looked off about the team at some points. Um, like during that Knicks game, um, towards the end of that. Well, actually, towards the end of the Nets game, that's classic Sixers blowing a big lead. So, um, you know, maybe it's just 
I'm just automatically defaulting to pessimism because you're right. That was a really good game to have against a team that caused us some problems last season. But also we were winning by margins that big against them in games that we ended up losing in that series. So, but, uh, but nice. uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, tell the people about one of the TikToks you made about uh, a player that was very special in this game. Oh, I mean, Matisse Thibel is just Ooh, looking baby. great out there, just defensively, just ball-hawking balls um, off the bench in their second unit. Uh, but our teams play each other today, Drew. And I, I think I was we need bring that up. a little wager on this game here. Oh, yeah? You got something in mind? Uh, I think we'll just we'll just chalk it up as, like, that's one. Okay, and then you have to do a challenge of some sort. Okay, yeah, I like that. So a challenge to be named at a later date, but uh, the the winner of this one's going to have that in their back pocket to use. Okay, cool, and I'm going to take the Sixers. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Okay, I was like, oh, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Sixers... Playing the, the, I mean, they'll already have played by the time you're listening to this episode. So uh, you can go ahead and send Brendan your condolences because I'm sure the Sixers will have won. Um, because I'm I'm back on the hype train. It's been about 30 seconds, but um, Sixers also, uh, side note, have the highest offensive rating in the NBA. Don't know if you saw that, but um, so shooting is going pretty well. Uh, for the most part, outside of, like I mentioned, that Knicks game where no shots would go down. They're finding scoring from uh, lots of different people. It's not been just Embiid this year, where uh, some games like last year, Embiid was putting up like 30, 40 points and everybody else was capping out around 15. But um, Tobias Harris has looked solid up to this point. Um, hopefully he can keep that going and into the postseason this year and not fade away in the big games. Um, but yeah, so really, there's lots to be excited about as a Sixers fan. So I'll try to I'll try to view everything through a more positive lens. I, I agree. I love this team's bench. Uh, you were right about Drummond. I'll say that. Yeah, he's just too dominant of a rebounder to not be when he's out there, especially against bench units in the league. Uh, and then Cork Moss and uh, Shake Milton are handling the scoring really well uh, off the bench. Yes. Um, and that bench unit is really good with Thibel and Drummond. So this team's deep. Uh, they should win a lot of games this year. They could be the one seed at the end of this thing. I think that's what I've learned. Well, I'm just watching their, their depth. And plus, like, plus uh, uh, speaking of Embiid, he just had an MRI on his knee, and nothing was concerning about the MRI. So that's good news going forward. Yeah, and one more good thing news. To add, hmm. I think he'll just be dealing with pain, though, because that's always concerning if the player is you know, worried about it to the point where they have to go get the MRI. Clearly, they're dealing with something. and so Right. So it's just a matter of like how much pain is he going to be able to deal with um, and push through. But like I said, having Drummond there as his backup, uh, not having to play 35 minutes a game, I think is going to be a really big help with that. Yeah, I agree. And hopefully we can get a little Ben Simmons back on the court to complete this team. Right. I was going to say one more note about this team is like we're still pending a big change. Either Ben Simmons is going to rejoin the team and change a lot of how they play or uh, a deal is going to be made. And uh, somebody that is at least competent at basketball is going to be on the Sixers um, instead of Ben Simmons. So big change still going to happen at some point. Uh, we'll see 
where the Sixers are at in the next few weeks. How incompetent are the Kings for not making that deal with Fox? Seriously, like, uh, we keep harping on that, but, like, the Kings, um, imagine Simmons on the Kings. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with Mitchell and Halliburton and probably could have kept healed and just given up Fox. Right. Um, Yeah. And that would have been that would have been great for imagine uh, imagine Simmons on the Kings and imagine De'Aaron Fox on the Sixers. Uh, yeah. Man, what could have been? But oh well, we press on. Sixers are going to be the one seed anyway, like you said. I'm taking that as your official take. Sixers one seed. Let's do it. Um, moving on to the current seventh seed in the uh, Eastern Conference, the Toronto Raptors, sitting at four and three. Uh, what have we seen from the Raptors so far in a very low scoring game uh, on Saturday? They came out on top 97 to 94 against the Pacers. I guess not very low scoring, but pretty low scoring for today's standards, I would say. Yeah. Um, so they've got two wins against the Pacers. They've got a win against the Magic. Um, just a three point loss to the Bulls. So that's a good one. And they got a big win over the Celtics. So um, ups and downs, but not looking terrible so far. Uh, in the in this uh, limited action that we've seen, true. And and what we've seen is this team can just kind of guard anybody, so they can kind of always be in these games. Um, I'm I'm going to go ahead and say right now I'll, I'll put a take out there. I think Scotty Barnes is the rookie of the year. Man, this he's year. been already contributing so much for them. It's crazy. Yeah, and defensively and on offense. I mean, I just didn't think he had the offensive game that he's shown this year. But clearly with the NBA spacing, he's able to make it work. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't see many weak spots on this team either. Um, if they hold up, they'll be really good. It's nice to see, like, Drogic on this team mm-hmm. creating sometimes and Van Vliet uh, is obviously a starter caliber point guard. Um, yeah, I, I think they'll be about a 500 team. And then at some point this season, I believe they'll still be getting uh, Pascal Siakam back, if I'm not mistaken. He's currently rehabbing from an injury. Right, who should be their best player. Yeah, so, I mean, things theoretically should only be going up for this team, so we'll see. Hopefully my uh, Raptors in the playoff, I think I had them in the play-in game. Hopefully that doesn't look too foolish come the end of the season, but not too bad so far. I think that's looking really smart. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just a genius. No big deal. But yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Good on you, dude. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> up next, uh, can't believe we got all the way down to the eighth seed before this team popped up. The Brooklyn Nets are four and three. Um, like I said, win wins against uh, the Wizards, the Sixers. Um, who else have they beaten? Uh, just the Pacers and the Pistons. Okay, so two good wins, two meh wins. Um, this team misses Kyrie Irving. That's obvious, That's right? True. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they just need that third creator uh, that can score. Uh, Aldridge has looked really good on this team. He has, yes. Saying that again this week because he's just going to be a big part. And I think if they lose him, it could get really rough uh, down the stretch. But yeah, this team doesn't have much defense and they don't have the scoring that, you know, is supposed to be their calling card because they don't have Kyrie Irving. And James Harden has been struggling kind of this year with the way the rules have kind of been set up. 
Yep. This team is looking in trouble. I mean, KD's chucking the ball into the stands for no reason. Yeah. Getting, uh, getting flagrant twos. Uh, <laughs> got, got kicked out of the game last night. Or Yeah, it was last night for elbowing Kelly Olenek in the face. Yeah. After Olenek was like busting them up on offense. So um we'll see what the Nets are doing in two months with Kyrie Irving in that whole situation because I think it's gonna come to a head really soon here. I think so too. And my guess would be that Kyrie Irving is gonna get the vaccine and be back on the team and their things are just gonna be fine. But you know, we'll I would think that would have already happened. That's true, yeah. Th- people were talking about, like, oh, that'll just happen any day now. And it still hasn't happened. Man is yeah. just still out here posting, like, hourglass figures on Instagram. Um, <laughs> don't really know what's going on. Oh, um, like he's but, buying his time, I guess. Just waiting it out. Oh, uh, I guess that's what that was. Um, <laughs> makes sense. Uh, well, I have no clue. Um, I mean, there are other players in the league that are unvaccinated, uh, you know, been playing in games. So it's, it's very yeah. odd. It's very odd that, you know, the Knicks or the Nets have to kind of tank away some games um, and other teams have been able to just play. So, yeah, unfortunate for them, I guess, uh, the the stipulations that come with being in New York City. But like I said, at some point, I would imagine he's going to get vaccinated. But maybe let's talk about a trade that uh, you brought up at first. And I just keep seeing what about just Ben Simmons for Kyrie Irving? Um, if you're either side, do you do that? And which side do you like that for more? I absolutely love it uh, for the Sixers. If Kyrie will play. Right. But I, I literally think he will retire. I think he will actually retire from the league if they trade him. But, um, no, I, I I mean that works really well for the Nets because they're kind of missing that defense and so exactly. that's what I was thinking. But I mean, you don't think they've they've definitely offered that, and I would think. So, I don't know. Maybe, but uh, I feel like we would at least hurt a leak, you know, if if uh, somebody. But maybe we'll see that in a few weeks. Like, oh, they did offer that uh, in the past, but anyway. right. Uh, yep. I don't know who Nets. says no in that. Who says no? That's yeah. That's, I mean, Harry's no trade clause, probably. Uh, does does he have a no trade clause in his contract? That would make sense. That actually would make sense, but I don't think he does. Oh. But uh, anyway, on. yeah. Oh nope. Uh, no, he has a no trade clause. Okay. Well, so he can be traded. God, and I speak. yeah he can be traded here he can be traded so just wait for it any day now Uh, Sixers uh, trade Ben Simmons for Kyrie Irving and three firsts just because Daryl Morey is a wizard and somehow makes that happen (laughs) he'll figure it out yeah he'll figure it out Um, but uh, yeah that's the Nets the 8th seed sitting at 4-3 and Uh, right below them at 3-3 and is a team that was in the Eastern Conference Finals last year. Actually, we're about to talk about both the teams in the Eastern Conference Finals last year. First up, at number nine, the Hawks at three and three. Um, another another victim of 
the rule change along with uh, James Harden. Trey Young not getting quite as many calls as he did last year. He's been very public about n- not enough being called. Um, and it's definitely affecting his game. Uh, like that game against the Sixers the other night, 13 points in 32 minutes. I believe he was like 5 of 16 or something like that from the field. Um, only had like four free throw attempts. So, But uh, what, what have you seen from the Hawks so far? I'm kind of surprised uh, that they're not playing well. Uh, I mean, lost to the Cavaliers. That's kind of when the people thought the Cavs were going to be decent. Uh, lost to the Wizards. We'll see if the you know Wizards even out a little bit later. But um, Cam, I mean, I like Cam Reddish on this team. I've always thought that. I think he's playing well, but the team just they just don't have enough uh, consistency. Like, and I think it, a lot of that is because they have too many good players, so they can't really hem out that rotation. Mm, yeah. That's a good so, point. I, I don't know what the real issue is. I, I think they'll figure it out, though, um, and kind of regress to the mean. They they won a couple extra games last year than they should have. And so this is about where I think they should be. Not yeah, at nine, yeah. but at like three and four. And then yeah, close to like, 500. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I feel that. Um, Another name on this team I really haven't heard much of this season is uh, John Collins, who just inked that huge deal in the offseason. Has he been quiet, or is that just me? I see he had 28 points against the Wizards the other night. So, Yeah, I mean, he's still he's still a force um, at four, and he's such a good shooter that, you know, he's always going to score. But I don't know. He's one of those guys, can you win with him? He's not really sure. He's a little small down there, can get scored on really easily. Yeah. Yep, and I uh, love the love the fact that he only scored eight against us the other night just to maybe help put that narrative to bed. You know, he got so cocky after that dunk on Embiid. That was an obvious offensive foul, but uh, we don't have to get into that again. Um, <laughs> right, right. But, yeah, not a great game against the Sixers the other night. Eight points in 31 minutes on three of nine shooting. So, uh, but like you said, he's been up and down. Uh, I think he'll regress to the mean as well, like you brought up for the rest of the team. So, uh, not too worried uh, about the Hawks being terrible. I think they'll. I think they'll be fine. Yeah, they, I mean they have some decent wins here. Definitely, yep. And uh, that and brings I mean, us to the the tenth seed. Uh why don't, you, why don't you tell us a little bit about this team? Yeah, well, okay, we're talking about Milwaukee here and Giannis. And this is kind of everybody's pick to kind of run over the league this year. You know, like they have that championship mentality. Uh, but they lose P.J. Tucker, and you're kind of thinking, you know, that's a big part of their defense that they're losing. Absolutely. And they kind of replace it with, like, Grayson Allen, and they play small a lot more this year. Um. I don't know. I think they'll get better. Giannis is actually looking better than last year. He's hitting some really awesome shots, like shooting the ball. Yeah, but he's, keeps showing off that jumper. Yeah, he's he's it's almost too much. Um, but he's making a lot of them, a lot of threes. So I'm slightly worried about the Bucks. Yeah, um, some losses. Let's talk about some of. Some of these games they've lost, um, I think a couple of these are pretty worrying, right? They lost to the Timberwolves pretty recently. Um, right. 
So that's what they lost to. Uh, lost to the Heat. We talked about that one in the last episode, I believe. Got crushed by the Heat. Just absolutely steamrolled. Uh, lost to the Jazz in their last game. Lost to the Spurs on Saturday night. So, yeah. I mean, some of these teams that are beating them, you know, the, the Heat, they're good. But losing to the Spurs uh, that's and the Timberwolves, that's a little worrying, I feel like. I, I agree. The Spurs one doesn't make sense. I mean, the Timberwolves are always kind of good at the start of the year, so they'll catch it. But this is supposed to be like our finals team, like our, our lock, you know, right. the defending champions. And they look like it's just Giannis and a bunch of guys right now. That is what it looks like. That doesn't really look too much like a big three at the moment, got to be honest. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. But as we keep saying in this episode, you know, it's still very early in the season. Got time for... Things to get right, but we did. You did. They're, they're done. Specifically, they're done. they're done. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Call it off. They're done. No more bucks this season. Um. Ooh, ooh, I think we should do that. We should. Um. At the end of these episodes, can we cross off a team? Yeah, a team that's just definitely not going to do anything. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I do too. That's good. All right, now that the Bucks are out of the way, uh, we got five teams left in the East. We'll get through these pretty quick. They're the ones, uh, for the most part, that, you know, not too much to talk about there, except for well, one of them, you know, still has some room to make some make some noise. Uh, 11th seed right now is the Cleveland Cavaliers, sitting at three and four. Um, you brought this up earlier uh, in passing. You were like, uh, you were talking about a team lost to the Cavaliers when we thought the Cavaliers might be good. Um, yeah. Yeah, as everyone does the first couple games of the year uh, right? when they sneak a win or two. Uh, yeah. Uh, good things for the Cavs. Mobley seems to be good. Uh, Kevin Love is playing pretty well. Bad things for the Cavs. Love is already out uh, with COVID-related problems. Ah. And um, they're not going to win many games this year with Jetty Osmond shooting as much as he does. No, they're not. Uh, even with the young star like uh, Colin Sexton, things things aren't looking great for this team. Gotta be honest. Um, but that's the Cavs. Uh, that's all the Cavs talk you're gonna hear. Up next at the 12 seed, we have the Boston Celtics at two and four. Uh, not looking great. I, I talked about this team earlier. Like they're not exactly a pushover, but not looking super awesome so far. Uh, two and four. What do you What are you seeing going on there in Boston? I feel like they should be better. I feel like they'll kind of regress back to winning basketball. But they're not quite deep enough, and they need a couple more guys. Yep. Agree. Agree. Um, to put it in perspective, like some of those losses, some of those four losses, you know, the Knicks in overtime, talk about the Knicks already, uh, lost to Wizards twice, one of those being in overtime. So not all bad for the Celtics. Picking up a win against the Hornets along the way as well. So... Horford's um, look good for them. Horford, uh, yes. And nobody, I, don't, I haven't really seen another good signing that stands out, though. Yeah, no. Do you think uh, losing Fournier was actually a big deal for them? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's going to hurt to lose Fournier and um, Kemba. And Kemba, yeah. Right? I mean, that's just a lot of scoring. Um, like, and, and we saw Jalen Brown scoring a lot. Uh, in those first couple games, but you knew that wasn't going to be sustainable. It really right. comes back to Jason Tatum. And if Tatum doesn't want to be, you know, the best player in the league yet, this team isn't going to be yeah, uh, a top seed. 
Agreed. Agreed. So, yeah, that's the Celtics at 12. Up next, uh, these next three teams all have one win. E, uh, the Pistons at number 13. Have we seen Cade Cunningham yet? I don't think we have. Oh, right? we have. He has played oh, one game. Did he play he last played... year on Saturday? Okay. So, he played in a uh, duel with the Magic, um, kind of playing against Suggs and Wagner, who they drafted. Uh, and he's the number one pick, so you expect a lot from him. But what we really did was him playing the two guard, and he only scored once. Yeah, but he really just couldn't even get that line. Couldn't get many chances because Killian Hayes is just just dog in the offense at point guard. In my opinion, I think Cade really needs the ball in his hands, and he, he didn't really see that. So he's a good passer. I don't think he's going to be that great sh- scorer unless his shot is falling. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so the one game that they have had with Cade so far actually was their win. Maybe not the maybe not the reason they won, as you brought up, only made one shot um, in 19 minutes. But uh, we'll see how things turn out as he develops, as he starts playing more and more. So uh, that's the Pistons at the third. Got to be worried if you're the Pistons and you see how good these other rookies are doing. You have to be worried. Right, like this was supposed to be the surefire, can't miss, you know, the absolute number one guy. And yeah, uh, you know, you got you know all these other rookies balling out on these other teams that went some that went a good bit after him. So, right, including uh, two guys on this team of the Magic that we're about to talk about, Jalen Suggs and Wagner, who I just brought up, and. Uh, and the better of the two is definitely Wagner, who we wouldn't expect at all. Yeah, definitely. He's uh, seven foot four, but he kind of reminds me of young Dirk because he's still kind of agile and quick running around the court, right? Um, mm-hmm. But he has this like low post game because he played center at Michigan, where he would just kind of run into you and he'll catch the ball on the three point line like a guard, and then post you up from there and get you to the rim and just shoot a hook shot over you. Uh, he's really an interesting player. I like him a lot. Uh, Suggs has looked okay. Explosive. But I think he's a mediocre guard in the league. All right. Uh, huh. You you nailed it all there to talk about with the <laughs> with the Magic. <laughs> uh, so they're sitting at one and six. Um, there we go. A little Mo Bamba play too. They're playing Mo a little bit. I did see that. Yeah, he put up 10 the other night. So that's big for... Uh, Whoever wrote that song, I can't think of his name <laughs> at the moment. But <laughs> who's helping who more with that song? Honestly, the song yeah, that's that's the true. Fire. I don't, I don't think I would know who Mo Bamba was if it wasn't for that song. If I'm being honest, a little bit. Yeah, more. just he'd just be a kind of like bull bull. Yeah, bull. <laughs> like if, unless you're on uh, Twitter, probably not hearing a lot about bull bull. Yeah. Um. And then that just leaves one team left, the 15th and last seed in the Eastern Conference, the Indiana Pacers. Um, a team that I feel like coming into the season, uh, some people had some hopes for, but just has not worked out up to this point. Dude, this is, it's crazy that they're like on the bottom of the league to me. I think this team is like good. When you watch them play, they have guys, they're literally competing with every team they played against. These are close losses every oh, week. Oh wow, yep, yep, definitely. You know, oh, one point loss to the to the Hornets, one point loss in overtime to the Wizards. You know, ten point loss to the Bucks. That's fine. Seven point loss to the Nets. 
Um, beating the Heat, actually. That's their one win. So yeah. um, Pacers maybe a little better than that one in six record shows. Uh, well, definitely a little better than that. Um, I think, I mean, just based on how I've seen them play, this is a borderline playoff team. I don't know. I can't justify that uh, with because they just can't put wins on the board. Um, right. But Rick Carlisle coaching this team, he made the questionable decision to start Chris Duarte, uh, the shooting guard, and he has been red hot for them. Really, probably their best scorer is this young guard. I mean, with Miles Turner and Sabonis and Brogdon, you think this team would be good, but it can't get wins. Maybe that's a, another thing that we'll, uh, you know, we'll see get back to normal a little bit. You know, a, a team playing at this level, competing this much with these good teams, you know, you expect them to put some wins up on the board. So I think they'll happen for them at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hope so because I, I've enjoyed watching this team play and I think it'd be a shame if they're not in the mix later on in the year. But I mean, we've seen bad teams kind of collapse and who knows what will happen then. Definitely. Definitely. All right. So that rounds out the Eastern Conference. Uh assume next week we'll be doing the Western. Um, the the natural follow-up. But uh before we get out of here this week, we're gonna we're gonna run back a little game that we started last week. We're gonna call it family business. This will be a recurring segment. Ooh. It's a brand new idea, never thought of before. Family business. Um I'm I'm gonna give you a topic. You gotta name uh, not necessarily uh, just there's not necessarily every week or every time we do this going to be just five correct answers, but I'm going to okay. need you to give at least five and you get three wrong answers. Uh, make it a little easier. Um, so family business, here we go. All right. What are some teams that have never won NBA championship in the history of the NBA? Oh, wow. Okay. So I have, there's more than five answers here? Yes. Okay, so the Pacers? Ding. That is correct. That is correct? Oh my gosh. Okay. On the spot, the Kings? Mm. Oh, really? Really, yeah. That's a, that's a little surprising to me as well, but they, they have won a championship. When did the Kings win a championship? That's a good question. Right. Sorry, <laughs> I'm gonna make a producer. Uh, right, Craig. Craig pull when up. was the Kings championship? Uh, Craig said 1951. Oh my gosh! Okay. It's been quite a while, but <laughs> okay, okay, it's one of these. Okay. Wow, that's interesting. I want. I mean, that roster's got to be like Mike in and stuff, but. Right. Um. Okay. Man. The Magic. Right? Correct. Yeah. So two. Back. I need three more. Three more? I can do that. Mm. The Hawks? Incorrect. The Hawks have one. Oh, they have an old one too, don't they? Probably also in the 50s, if I had to guess. Okay. But, uh, well, I'm thinking get Craig up on that. Yeah, 1958. Oh my gosh! Okay, dude, that's two X's on fifties teams. Yeah, and you're getting. Come on, dude. How do you not remember who won the championship? <laughs> Those years shouldn't even count. Casual um, fan. The uh, Charlotte Hornets. Correct. All right, so we've got three correct, two X's. Walking on eggshells here. I need two the more Pelicans. right answers. 
Pelicans. <laughs> yes, very good. Very very um, savvy answer there. Have only existed. Shouts to those teams kind of being the same. But. Yeah, like not really sure when the divide really. Can't, I guess 2002 was when the Pelicans started. But oh, I got a good one. Yeah, careful here. You got one wrong answer and you're out. Oh, but I feel one like it was right, two. One one right answer and you're you're done. You're, I, you're I I feel like there's two here. Okay, I'll talk you through it here. I feel like the Timberwolves have never won one, but I also feel like the Grizzlies have never won. You want to know something? What? You're right on both accounts. You gave me six, so you oh, lose. You were only supposed to give me five. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, so you're a first-ever winner on Family Business. Uh, you got a 1-0 lead over me. That's uh, good. Horrible last week on, on mine. <laughs> hey, that's a great question, Drew, because those 50s titles are – Hard to pinpoint. Yeah, absolutely. Unless you're somebody that you know just studies you know, ancient NBA history, like I do every day. Yeah, I mean, me as a child is just kicking myself, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Forgetting this, um, <laughs> but that's dope. Was there any other teams? Uh, the Thunder. Yeah. So the rest of the teams that have never won: the Indiana Pacers, Brooklyn Nets. The Denver oh, Lugans. wow. Uh, yep, yeah, you got to remember the Nets haven't always been a swaggy team. They played New Jersey for quite a long time, and yeah. nobody really cared about them except my dad. He used to be a Nets fan when they played New Jersey. Uh, oh, Jason Kidd days. Uh, yeah, I think so. Was when the he the, uh, Nuggets never won. Suns never won. Very came very close. Very close. Oh, uh, sure. Uh, the Jazz have never won. Uh, you said the Timberwolves, the Magic have never won, and you already said the rest. So that was it. There we go. Wow, I almost blew it. But a little note about when the Hawks won the championship: they never won while they were technically the Atlanta Hawks. So I guess you're kind of right. It still counts. But no, I'm the. Yeah, it's like Houston Oilers or the Titans type of deal. Right, yeah. So they won in 1958 as the St. Louis Hawks. Uh, of course. Of course. Of course. I mean, that was back when like every team was like a state away from each other. And there were eight teams in the league. So Right, yeah. <laughs> oh, what fun that must have been. <laughs> yeah, back those bus rides. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so... That'll do it for this episode of the Good NBA Podcast. Make sure to join us again next week as we take a deep dive into the 1950s NBA uh, and really just flesh out how the game was played and all the uh, cultural impacts that the game had in the 1950s. Um, but uh, until then... A lot of then, koozie talk. A lot of koozie talk next week. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, until then... Uh, make sure to check out nssportsmedia.com. Still cranking out NFL Power Rankings articles every week. Um, and make sure to listen to NFLs, our weekly NFL podcast. And like oh, we Jacob's have, got the lead. Jacob does the have lead. the lead. He does. He does. He, we went two and two this past week. So even this week. And oh, he's so he's got a one game lead. Yeah. Um, the Vikings hadn't blown it against the Dallas Cowboys last night. Uh, so that's a double whammy for me. The Cowboys won. Uh, it actually cost me a bet, and Jacob maintained the lead. So triple whammy there. Horrible, yeah, horrible night for me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, like I said, check out the TikTok, and uh, that'll do it.
My name is Drew Wade. As always, for my co-host, Brendan Swalm. We will see you next time. Y'all be easy. Peace.